Hello again, all my gorgeous listeners, and welcome along to another episode of the Glow West podcast. As always, we are here to chat all about the wonders of sex, sexuality, and the body. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline West, and I'm part of the Tortoise Shack Network. And if you like what we do, please do consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash tortoise shack. It does help keep the mics going. Or please pop over to Apple and rate and review. You can also drop me a DM on Twitter or Instagram at Glow West Podcast. So we've had a few requests for this particular episode today. Um, I think there's a lot of people who are into it and a lot more people who might be into it if they kind of accept it and explore a little bit more. And that is the lovely, wonderful world, world of strap-on play. So I'm talking to an incredible person today who runs one of the best sex shops in the world, not being biased or anything there. Um, and that is Nina Joyner, who started Feel More out of the trunk of their car and has now progressed to two physical sex shops in Oakland in Berkeley over in California. They delivered vibrators and thermometers during the pandemic and are now looking to open a bar to help extend the brand of Feel More. And for Nina, it's always just been more than just sex. So Nina, thanks, Amel. You're a very busy bee. Thermometers and vibrators being delivered. <laughs> How are you? Good, 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 good. Are you still on, on a thermometer buzz going around town? Uh- no, the mom. T- oh my goodness, it's so windy here. So if you hear me kind of nasally, just know it's it's the Bay Area is experiencing a lot of wind and very cold right now. Um, but no, I just I just left from San Francisco picking up some uh, handmade floggers and uh, things like that uh, and collars that we sell over in Oakland and Berkeley. And but right now thermometers are not to say they're not necessarily in or necessary but that people have you know every time the cdc in america says something we kind of shift gears and people shift gears quickly so right now stimulus money is out there so with the stimulus money more sex toys are being sold vibrators not so much stimulus yes (laughs) okay very very much so (laughs) well sure look the more vibrators the better so happy days um so you you started selling sex toys from the boot of your car or the trunk I guess you would probably say mm-hmm. there so what tell me about what that was like did you just like pull up to a street corner or what was that about yeah I actually did uh the reason why I did that is because you know I didn't have a storefront I didn't know how to probably probably uh properly do a pop-up shop at that time and I don't think pop-up shops were a thing during that time and so it was like how can I rent a small space to do something or what can I do And as I look back at it, it's always um, this mantra as entrepreneurs have in their mindset of, you know, who's stopping me? It's only you stopping me. Um, It's the you, the you and the me and the me and the you that's stopping us. And so it's like, I just had to take exactly what I had, which was a car, uh, access to products and the open air in uh, Oakland at the time and sit outside going to bars, beauty salons, uh, places like that, that people would be. And I also felt secure and protected and that I could just sit out there and ask people if they wanted to buy sex toys. Okay. I I can't imagine that going down on the streets of Dublin, maybe, but maybe Oakland's a different different kind of place. But You can't can't do it in Dublin? I, I don't think so. I think the cops would be kind of following up on that pretty quickly I think well that, I would, that would be funny 
Yeah. That would be funny because this morning I was actually bringing some handcuffs out and then I saw the police and I was really wanted to dangle, like say your, 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 uh, your handcuffs were my handcuffs, you know, just it's kind of tied with them a little bit, but, um, I actually still stand on the street corner with a sign that says I sell vibrators. I do that for shits and giggles, but I still do that because I feel like right now people need laughter Mm -hmm. they need to be disconnected from what's happening and I think laughter is the best way to do that and you can't really get to people these days so I think the street corners still work absolutely laughter and orgasms it's a great combination for cheering us up a little bit so absolutely um, well your specialty is the delights of strap-on so please explain to our wonderful audience what a strap-on is and why people are into them strap-ons strap-ons everyone should be into them I mean if you look at ancient times Greece they're discovering bones and marble made of dildos. And what better way to use a dildo, especially have if you had hand issues or if you wanted to feel the closeness and connectedness of your partner than to use a strap on with your dildo. And people think that dildos are for lesbians or strap-ons. So when I say dildo and strap-ons, kind of synonymous, uh, interchangeable, excuse me. So you have lesbians can use it straight couples can use it even uh gay male couples can use it but more importantly i think people forget about as um people age as the body ages that some things just don't work and doesn't mean that partners want to go and have sex with other people but there are prosthetics and you could say dildo but when i say prosthetic i mean something that will help someone because they don't have something that's working 100% or even full functional. As we get older, we actually have some issues, could potentially have issues with taking medication and keeping blood flow in places that will actually help to uh, have increased penetration and or orgasms. And so strap-ons are those unique things that people just throw on to another category of people than to really look at it's, 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 ability to change our lives like you can use a dildo with your hand but to connect it into a harness either being a nylon a leather or a cloth harness gives you the opportunity to connect with the warmth of your partner's body in in a unique way I like that yeah and and for lots of people I think for some people think it's restricted to different genders or different sexualities but you're saying no absolutely not no, no. See, here's the thing. If we start to say dildos or strap on, people are like, oh, that's lesbian. Oh, that's gay. Oh, I can't use that. But when you start to say prosthetics, devices, um, medical, medicines, then people have a different connection with it. I think what we do here at Fillmore is we talk about these things now before people need them. And so when they get to a need, the ego isn't taking over to distract you. From your good and your pleasure. I think the ego and, and a good amount of ego is great. Healthy ego is great, but there are certain ego out there and we all have had it possibly um, that gives us an opportunity to block our blessings or block our opportunities to explore. 
And I, I think especially for maybe those who are the proud owners of a prostate and they're worried about, oh, if, if I have that stimulated, it means that I'm gay or, you know, what does this mean? And it's like, no, it just means you have this great bit on your body that feels really fun to play with. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely resonate with hearing that a lot. Like it means I'm gay. And again, if we're talking to customers, even um the terms that we use in talking about it gives them an opportunity to hmm, Google it later, talk about it with their partners, talk about it in a different way, because we can talk about pills and pumps. So when we talk about strap-ons, especially for uh, male, uh, hetero, hetero, cisgender gentlemen, um, we're also talking about pills and pumps because no one wants to take a pill and maybe some people just don't want to take a pump and just to talk to them about the life cycle that their body goes through and not just their sex. Like your mind is your sex. Like what you can think about is what you can do. But then there's also the limitation of what your body can do and also the uh, opportunities of what your body can and cannot do gives you something to do differently. For example, if the erection fails, you can use a strap on. If the erection fails, you can also now start to experience your orgasm in the prostate area. So there are different ways uh, to heighten the, the, the sensitivities around all parts of your body before something happens medically or tragically or just life circumstances happen that change the concept and the, uh, the physiological makeup of your body that that affects your sex yeah and I think that's a you're approaching that from such a lovely way of you know look this is just life this is our bodies they're not perfect sometimes and you know things happen and I suppose it's just a sexual wellness approach of look when we you know when we have mental health issues we take medication when we break an arm we get a, a cast on it and when our genitals have an issue we deal with that too and we look for different ways around it but maybe because the shame and stigma and silence are there when it comes to things like sex that stops people from maybe exploring things like a strap-on for 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 sexy times yeah I think I definitely uh like the way you phrase that like when there's a mental issue you may or may not either take therapy or take you know take a medicine that we have an opportunity to see a problem um, do our best to overcome that that problem and also to make it our friend and 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 live with it and so I think in a sense where people aren't using strap-ons because they're same sex uh, we get an opportunity to find ways that we can live with it and talking to people I think you have to normalize especially in sex education and or also at the medical level we need to start normalizing talking about orgasms but also talking about orgasms that are not that have nothing to do with intercourse if we can if you can if you can have babies without intercourse you know in vitro uh, you know a turkey baster if you can have uh, kiss someone not not on their lips but on their neck and they can get aroused there's other ways to have sex and I think if we start talking to people about the ins and the outs if something happens where you can't do the in and out the confidence doesn't go with it that's a re yeah really really important as well do you think the language changes like sometimes you might say the um you know pegging and that's you know someone 
using a strap on on someone. Do you think that that's helpful or that's a good way to approach it? I have not. Do we have any? So we have strap on, which means kind of pegging, right? Let's do strap on play or let's do pegging. What's another good word for it? If we found another good word that that could make its way into the urban or the dictionary where it's it's made its way into the lexicon, I think it would actually transition things. Yeah, yeah, I know for sure. Like, like right now, I think one of the things in America is uh, talking about poly, poly relationships is really, really a, a bigger thing than it was. It's not really, it's people are like, oh yeah, I know about that. You know, even if they don't do it. Yeah, I know about that. Oh yeah, you know, they're in the know. And I think we have to start talking about there's just so many layers that come up when you're talking about strap on. It's like, oh my gosh, they're lesbian. Or when you're talking about pegging, oh my God, is he gay? You know, where if a male uses it on a male partner, maybe they just want to have one piece open, you know, or available for a hand job or something like that. It doesn't necessarily mean that there's something wrong and or there are strap-ons out there with two holes. So you have one word, like I said, the person can be inside of the partner and his part out. And or uh, a person who's a cisgender could also wear it and put a dildo, a silicone dildo in there and use it on their partner and having double penetration. There are just so many different creative, creative ways to really think about it. And it's only the world and society that makes us think about it in certain ways. Yeah, as as usual, unfortunately. Um, did you think that the representation in Deadpool was a good thing? You know, that was this kind of very not very masculine, I suppose, but you know, this it was just kind of a healthy, fun representation of strap-ons in a movie that maybe a lot of people mightn't have seen before. Go ahead, because I didn't see it. Oh, I you didn't see Deadpool. Deadpool? Oh, you're no, missing I gotta out. watch it now. Yeah, yeah, so you're give me, missing give me, out. Give me the synopsis. What happened? It was just, um, I think they just mentioned that um, they were going to use a strap on or something, or I think he bent over and I think she might have shown it on the screen or something like this. And I think that was a lot of people's introduction to the concept of, you know, pegging or using strap ons or something. But it was, it was in a very, very sex positive way. You know, it wasn't a joke or anything. It was just like... Mm-hmm this is just a hot thing that they're going to do. And it was just a nice representation of it, I suppose. Right. See, okay. So let's talk about Deadpool. Deadpool, comic book culture, uh, nerdy culture, the introducing it to that, to that audience, they've already probably been introduced to it to a degree. So let's start to talk about pegging, placing that same kind of scenario talk in say a Tom Cruise movie or it just Elba movie, like that swings the pendulum in a way of where we're wanting to affect the masculinity or the ideas and perceptions in the world. Those kind of movies. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. They, they, it was safe. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, but, but what about in uh, Idris Elba or Tom Cruise or even, um, but is it James Bond? You know yeah. what I mean? Daniel I Craig. mean, like, I'd watch that. <laughs> I would definitely be I would into too. that. I'd be like, ooh, that's hot, right? Yeah. It's, like, it's like Deadpool meets uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. But looking at where we're introducing these concepts is really important because the audiences that are there are either aware, almost aware, or overtly aware. And I would say Deadpool is probably aware and almost between there. 
yeah and, yeah. and overtly aware yeah so we'll have a petition to get Idris Elba and a strap on in a movie together I would I would pay no, for sure. <laughs> I'm like give me shit up and give me my money thing um so if someone was new to it and they wanted to kind of start out with um you know where would we go how like I know we talk a lot about body safe materials on on the show Mm -hmm. and we're very much into that aspect so what what are your strap on 101 purchasing tips right I would say the number one tip is um buy what your money can afford at the same time like what you purchase because if you really really like what you purchase if you're a purple person so I'm looking in your office you like kind of I'm not sure your colors I see some pink it's a, kind yeah, of standing definitely out a pink okay. person <laughs> so you're sure that's yeah. a sweater it's a pink sweater she yeah. has on a pink sweater guys okay so pink is your color so I would probably if you're in a store suggest something pink then you're going to like oh my gosh this is my color I really like this versus if it's black or if it's purple, you might go with purple. But again, if pink is available, you're going to find more of a kinship with it and more of a synergy with it and also use. Because here's the thing, as you're buying some of these things that can be very pricey and you want to make sure that what you're purchasing, you're going to use. And right now, everyone's money is truly, truly utmost important and of value. And so you want to make sure that something is going to be loved. Don't buy anything if you're not going to love it. Leave it there. And so we talked to them about, uh, talk to them about, you know, what they can afford, getting close to the color of things that they like. And then I think um, a lot of times if we're talking about dildos in the, in the strap on sense, if we're talking about dildos, you have certain types of dildos that look like people. And, and for those out there, when I say look like people, they have flesh tones, they have veins on there, they have, uh, uncircumcised heads and some dildos out there are are, um, circumcised you know you have both and you also have a lot of dildos that are more phallic-y have swirls on them have cute colors Uh, they just look different they don't they they look like they can be used for penetration but they don't look like a male a lot of people don't want to have sex with a man but they do want penetration and so they want to they want to get swing to the right and get it purple, glittery. Um, there's also opportunities to get things that vibrate and don't vibrate. Hey, number one tip I have: if you're looking for a, a dildo and it doesn't vibrate and you want it to vibrate, place a cock ring on there. Number one tip. Okay. And so as you, yeah, and, and so as you're you're choosing your dildo, you have all of this information, material, everything. For your first time, I would honestly su- suggest if money is an issue to make sure you go with silicone, because if you've never had a dildo, especially that deep inside, I would ask, have you ever had a vibrator? If you've never had a vibrator, I would definitely ensure that you have a silicone because we definitely don't want you to have a reaction for your first time buying a sex toy, get the best quality out there because you don't want to have a reaction. This is your first time. You don't want it to be your last time. Uh, the other thing I would talk about is the harness. There are several different types of harnesses. You have a nylon harness, and it's almost like the same kind of nylon you get on your backpack. I'm looking at my backpack right now. So that kind of pulling of the strap is something that you're going to get in a harness. It's not. It's sturdy, 
It will be around for years and generations if you want to gift it to someone. Uh, but it's not as sexy as you want it to be. Your butt will be out, but you'll continually have to pull at the strings to keep it tight around your body. Here's one thing for you guys. Your standing weight and your lying down weight are very different. And if you do not have a product, meaning a harness that actually uh, accordions to your body, like in a material or something you can quickly tighten, it's going to get just, it's going to be too much. The next type of uh, harness is, oh, let's not forget the leather. Now, the leather is a very, very classic one. It's been around for decades, generations, centuries. Uh, but the thing, the same thing with nylon exists for leather. It doesn't have any give. So you're going to continually be tightening it. And some people do and some people don't but it's beautiful. If you get the right craftsmanship, you'll actually love it and it'll stay around for a long time. One of the drawbacks with the harnesses, it, uh, with the harness that have buttons, like the nylon and the leather, if you're making someone squirt, or if you're using lubricant, or if someone is getting uh, moist, the moisture actually stays in the hardware. So you gotta make sure that you clean it. Use it a Q-tip out there, which will actually get into the crevices and allow you to keep and preserve the, the uh, product towards the same day that you bought it. The other type of harness that's out there, you have underwear harness or a, um, and it's it, the one that I'll, I'll talk about is uh, spare parts. Spare parts has the tomboy, which is the underwear covering the butt, just like underwear. You slip it in, you slip out of it, but also a harness that actually has a Velcro backing where you can actually go up and share this product with different sizes. One of the drawbacks with nylon and or leather are that they have fixed lengths around the legs and also around the waist. So if your partner is a bigger size or a smaller size, it's not really that good. So it's only kind of you're sizing it the first time for the person who's wearing it. Now with the spare parts, the, the Velcro harness, which is called the, um, it's called the spare parts, it is called the Jacques, uh, that particular harness, you're going to be able to tighten it down around your entire circumference, snap some, some, um, snap some of the um, strings or the tighteners because they have different in different places that give you an opportunity to even deal with wearing it as a size two or zero person. Like, that's big. And also going up to almost 65. Okay. That, I know that was a lot out there. Yeah. yeah but. <laughs> There's a lot of choice. So I think, yeah, like that's a good guide to get into things because, yeah, you have to buy the toy and then you have to buy the harness. And it depends on body size. And like you said, if you're standing up or sitting down. So it's a bit of knowledge to kind of get into it at, at first so yeah that's but that's a handy kind of guide I didn't realize I, the difference between standing up and sitting down or lying down I hadn't even factored that part in but yeah gosh yeah depends how you, how you like it I suppose uh, <laughs> that comes yeah. into things um yeah absolutely I think the, another thing I suppose though if, if you're starting out in this world I think maybe the confidence um it might be something that maybe people have to work on if you're not used to being the one doing the penetrating like how do you figure out pace and depth and you know speed and all that kind of thing if you're not used to obviously consent and communication is a massive part of that but I think might seem intimidating to some people yeah you know when you're buying a sex toy and not just a harness or a dildo 
they never have directions on there. The only thing they're going to have is it has X amount of speeds, X amount of um, levels. You're not going to get the creativity that you really need. So again, it's all about confidence. So if I can help you build your confidence at extra purchase, you're going to be able to take that conversation, communicate it to your partner and have a, have a better informed conversation. Because to get into the store to buy one, it's either you're buying one because you just want to have it around or you've actually talked to your partner and said, hey, this is what we want to do. So you have something. And if you have two people walk in the store you know, together in that relationship, like that's powerful. But when you only have one person, you're shopping over Zoom for another person, given COVID or something like that, it makes it different, difficult to say, does this work for you? So that confidence is something that we cannot sell to people, but we want to make sure that they're confident at least in their purchase and they can go back and communicate that and also ask their partner questions, more questions than they've already asked. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like the con- the communication is just where it's going to be at. So for everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then like, you know, for some people who maybe are new to it and they're just trying to wrap their heads around it or whatever, the idea of there's no, well, for some strap-ons, there's no physical stimulation for the wearer. And they're like, well, what's the point of it then? And surely that's all about the mental aspect of giving pleasure. Right. There are some there are some dildos that go through the back of the harness that actually have ridges to give the, the wear stimulation and or many of these harnesses actually have pouches that actually have inserts for vibrators so that the wear can get some stimulation. There are so many different things out there. You just have to be creative. Sex is about creativity. It's not just about what can I buy? Think about what you're what you want at first. Invest in what you like and then build from there. Sometimes you never have to buy again. You just have to buy little attachments or things that help you. For example, your harness and your dildo, if we go with the spare parts and a nice silicone, maybe 200 plus dollars, right? But a bullet to go into your harness may cost 14 US dollars. So it's not much. But at least you're not reinvesting. Think about these things as investments. And also you can, you can, many people don't, but you can use them if you have multiple partners because they can be washed and or clean. Yeah, which we always are a fan of hygiene on the show for sure. But I think there's something in that of, you know, the the penetrating part of like enjoying maybe the more dominant position for a change or and it doesn't necessarily that's not a commentary on active male and, you know, dominant male and society and stuff. But there's something in that about being the, the penetrating partner and the mental pleasure of that. So ask the question again. So, you know, it's not necessarily, um, I think that there's power as well and and pleasure in being the penetrating partner and, you know, Mm -hmm. that doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be um, a commentary on, you know, how men are presumed to be the dominant partner generally. Um, But there's something about, you know, being the penetrator, there's something in that about a mental pleasure. Yeah, I think there is a a lot in there. Hence, that's why we sell a lot as well. But I also think that there is vulnerability there that gives that gives the pleasure, especially for people who 
are not born with male parts. And so the, the conversation can be had both ways for the person who's topping and the person who's receiving. It's about their shared connection, their vulnerabilities, and also being confident and comfortable with the person who they're connecting with and to create something unique for themselves to redesign what sex looks like for them in their bodies. That's a really important point. Yeah, we, we kind of grow up with the idea that sex is A plus B equals C. And I suppose if you're introducing new things into it, you're, you're re discovering what pleasure is and what intimacy is and what sex is and I think surely that's like really it's revolutionary in itself the strap-ons are revolutionary items yes they have been around for uh centuries yeah like there's a reason (laughs) good reason for that um let's just talk for a minute on um I suppose the position side of things you know if if we were talking for advice for beginners you know Mm -hmm. would something like doggy style be a a great starting point and then mixing it up or it depends you know it really depends because if someone has once experienced uh penetration with their with their partner um and or also just wanting to give the penetration. I think you you have to each bed, each room, each you know engagement is definitely different. Because say for example, the person has a body image issue, they may not want to do uh, be on top. Doggy style might be the best situation for them. They may have disabilities. They may have abilities. Uh, so, so there, there is no prescription of what is a best sex position for someone when you don't get into that level of conversation with them. So that is really like the privacy, the private part for them, unless they really want to share. But I will tell you this, uh, you know, at times we're, we're able to say, well, who's wearing? And when we say who's wearing, it's like I'm wearing, they're raising their hand and we can kind of talk around those visible issues. Like, okay, now are you both gonna be wearing someone as smaller or bigger? He's like, well, yeah, we're both gonna be wearing or no, I'm just gonna be wearing. All right, great. So I just wanna let you know this. If you're going to be the wearer, then, you know, and if your person is a, a larger body frame than you, you may want something longer because, the, you know, the farther away you are, you need to have more length there. So don't go for a three to say a four inch dildo when that's not gonna be great for that body type. So also you choose your dildos based on your body types and be be okay with that too. Yeah, that's, that's important as well, I suppose, like knowing how to figure out like how the fit is right, because like you're saying, there's so many yeah. different types and you've got underwear and um, harnesses and things like this. But how, mm-hmm. what is there a magic feeling that you get when you're like, OK, this is perfectly in position or is it just uh, going to be different again for everybody, I suppose, is the answer to everything. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is the answer for it is the best answer for everything because it is the honest truth. But when we're in the store, we get an opportunity to actually place them in fit them right then with the harness. And, you know, some of them may have restricted clothing on, but they get an idea in a more secure fit and put a dildo in. And they're like, oh, my gosh, thank you for this. Even if you're thinking about it and you're not ready to buy, we might put you in it because. If we've all grown up with nylon and leather, and now you get this revolutionary material 
that changes the entire game. You need to feel that. You need to you need to have that so that as you're talking to your partner or your new partner to come, that you're like, we really need to get something new, and this is what I want to invest in. That sounds like a, a lovely experience and one that's, you know, nice and open. Like we'd go shoe shopping with partners. So, you know, going sex shopping and strap on shopping should just be exactly the same. It sounds like a really fun exactly. thing to do. Exactly. And, and yeah, ways to absolutely. be more open with each other as well. That's a nice thing. Yeah. Ah, that's kind of cool. And so then, you know, if if we're talking, I suppose people like you're saying are, are buying sex toys at the moment with their stimulus checks uh-huh. so we didn't get that over here, but enjoy it. Um, what are your uh-huh. best sellers that you have when it comes to strap-ons? Uh, I would say mm, we have this dildo called the Paris dildo right now. It's a uh, blue, it's about four to five inches and it has swirls on it. So it, 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 it has ridges. And people seem to really like that. It's like a, a blue pastel. Very simple. Very, very simple. But it's something different. You know, you can always get a dildo that's thin and chocolate and big. But just to get something really unique that fits within us, a nice size budget, it's, it's cool. That yeah, it's, a, it's a cool dildo. Yeah. I love yeah. the fact that you can get so many cool different types of, of dildos now and different colors and you can even get like dragon dildos or like zombie dildos or octopus tentacles and things like this comic book dildos everything everything is out there there's i've seen seen like donald trump butt plugs and stuff and i'm like well that's one place for him but um (laughs) we won't won't get into that too much there um but that's fab so yeah so do you have any any just advice for people i suppose if they're like ah i tried before i'm not that into it but maybe like you said they didn't have all that knowledge because there's so much there but you know for getting started so for those who are like oh i'm just mm, not really into it how can they make that a more positive experience more positive experience know what they like know what they don't like if they feel like their dislike is something that they cannot that cannot be overcome don't worry about it um, and or if it was too dry, just know that there are different products out there. And also lube is very important. Lube makes everything better. It does. It makes wine. It makes paying bills and mortgages. It makes everything better. It makes dinner taste better. Everything is better with lube. And uh, don't be afraid of lube. Don't be afraid of lube, especially if you're going to use something that's much, much bigger. And um, just give it some time. Give it some time. One time, sometimes with sex is not enough. As long as that there is no pain, there's no pressure to uh, try again. Absolutely. Yeah. Consent and, and communication. It's all coming back to that. Mm-hmm. So that's fab. Yeah. Um, and it, so you said you're you're looking at moving on um, to try and expand the Feelmore brand as well. You, you may be opening up a bar. Is it going to be a bar and a sex shop at the same time? Yes, it is. Oh, OK. I'm booking my ticket to yes. San Francisco. That would be amazing. Yes, 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 yes. yes. We'll finish you- up this week. Yes. Fab. And it, so it's like it's in the process. It's on the way. Well, well, we're finishing up the lease negotiation okay. and everything this week. Everything is we've already met. We've already done the paperwork. And it's actually a two minute walk from uh, our Oakland location. So it's in the bar district. So what we want to do is 
allow our customers, those nerdy, those cool customers that can't find space. I think I think a lot of sex nerds really can't find space in mainstream culture. You got to carve out safe spaces for them. And I'm really happy about it because we have some cool nerdy people that come into the shop that I would still like to hang out with all day because they understand consent. They understand boundaries. And what better what better person to hang, hang around than people who understand boundaries and consent. And so the store will be here. We'll still have the store here. And then we would love to push people, our customer base to the bar, which is right behind and vice versa to um, keep that sales funnel going for ourselves, but definitely find, finding a space for our customers to rest and relax too. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm hoping we get our vaccine soon so I can travel again. So I will be there at some point. Um, <laughs> I will buy my- I got two. Yay. I got my two. I got my second vaccine. Was I was so sick. I was oh, so sick. Yes. Look, yeah. you're, you're way faster than us anyway. We're still not great over here, but look, that's a whole different yeah. podcast in itself. Yeah. So that's fab. Um, where can people find you if they want to hear more about all these amazing adventures and book their ticket when whenever we can travel? Well, we're definitely here in Oakland at 1703 Telegraph Avenue in downtown Oakland. We're also in downtown Berkeley at 2270 Shattuck Avenue. Um, and, and also, um, you can find us on all social media platforms at, at Adult. That's F-E-E-L-M-O-R-E-A-D-U-L-T. Um, and you can also hit us up on email at info at feelmore510.com. Fabulous. And you're shipping internationally at the moment? We do ship internationally. Excellent. I might have to treat myself to, what was it, the Paris still though you said? The Paris. The Paris is nice. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I might have to, yeah, spoil myself Uh, with no stimulus check, but just a general paycheck (laughs) that we'll have to do. Um, Fab, Nina, it's been been lovely chatting to you and, and definitely educational about the whole world of, of strap-ons and things like this and I hope that it's a good entry point for people who want to just expand their sexual repertoire and their their pleasure so that's really amazing to just have a nice fun conversation and I love that you brought in about the sexual wellness part of things because I, I think we can't emphasize that enough really that's just normal part of life that's that's what happens Thank you for having me on the Glow Podcast. This is Nina from Oakland. Thank you, guys. Thank you so, so much. Um, thanks, Emil, to everyone else for listening. Also, don't forget to reach out to Nina. Treat yourself and get yourself a little toy. And why not? We're going to be in lockdown for a while longer. So, you know, might as well enjoy it a little bit more. Um, if you want to reach out to me, it's in- at Instagram and Twitter. It's at Glow West Podcast. And like I said at the top of the show, if you want to support us, it's patreon.com forward slash tortoise shack. And I'll chat to you next week.